welcome to episode 137.5 of Psychotronic Geek Dive, the independent film podcast for everything low-budget and batshit crazy. I'm your host, Divine Plan 9 and you're not going to believe this, subscribers, but I'm recording this episode on location at the Mars Research Base in Arizona. Here, students and researchers live in similar conditions to those which are faced by future Mars explorers. I'll post pics so you can see the landscape here. Located deep in the Canoga Desert, it really does look like Mars. The simulation Mars base itself, built by the nonprofit Mars Alliance Society, also looks kind of real. Being the well-connected cult film super fan that I am, I got the inside scoop that something very special would be happening here this week. So I signed up as a visiting student and it's true, he's here! Psychotron-tastic director, producer Dalton Bonestell is at the base filming for his current project, Blood Red Mars. I was also able to speak briefly with Mr. Bonestell himself moments ago. It is so great to meet you in person, Mr. Bonestell. Uh, call me Dalton. How did you come to shoot your new film here at the Mars Research Base? Well, I needed a Mars setting, and the Mars Alliance Society thought it might be good for their fundraising. According to online rumors, the founder of the society, retired scientist and billionaire Arvid Chambers, allowed you to film here in exchange for a cameo by his wife, author Darlene Chambers. Is that right? Yeah, I wouldn't really put it like that. But she is here today for filming. Uh, we'll be shooting her scenes back at the studio in L.A. Mr. Bonestell, I have to ask this on behalf of my subscribers. It has been ten years since arguably your most recognized film, Blood Bakery. Is there any chance you'll ever reconsider and make Blood Bakery 2? Nope. But... Not happening. But what about... Still a no. Even though... Don't you want new movies? Well, I... They all died. The bakery burned down. What would possibly happen next? Well, there's always a way... A stupid way. Look, it never ends. If there's Blood Bakery 2, then there'll be Blood Bakery 3, and then Blood Bakery The Return, and then B-squared, Total Sugar Rush. Not interested. Sorry, subscribers. Fascinating. Well, I see your crew is gathering in front of the base entrance to start shooting, so thank you for talking to us, Mr. Bunstall. Uh, sure. Well, listeners, there you have it. You heard it first right here, straight from Dalton Bonestell himself. The fifth blood bakery will definitely be called B-Squared Total Sugar Rush. Spread the word on all the forums. For now, this is Divine Plan 9, signing off. Start getting in position. Hey, Astrid, this spacesuit's really tight in the butt, and not in a hot way. Is this really all they have? Yeah, sorry, Buck, I checked. So, this is the Martian research base. 
What do you think? Honestly, it's not as scientific as I thought it would be. That spacesuit isn't even real, dude. Someone made that. They're not even really a part of NASA or anything, I asked. And why exactly are they doing experiments on Arizona rocks? I saw them out there collecting them in their fake moon buggy. Hey, Morgan, yeah, you look great. We'll be ready to shoot soon. Is it me, or is this place just a lot of students LARPing in the desert? Yeah, we were just saying. I don't really get the whole Mars craze anyway. Well, Dalton thinks he can cash in on the trend. As if there'll be cash. Nice space suit. A little tight in the butt. Shut up! I'm jealous of your uniform thing. I know. Astrid, this outfit is fabulous. You've outdone yourself. Thanks. I was up till three in the morning sewing the badges on. Where's Herman? He was having a hard time with his alien creature costume. I can't help him. I have to run camera for this scene. I'm not in this one. I'll go help Herman. Damn it, I gotta pee. Dude, that always happens with you. Go inside and pee, there's time. No, there isn't. Those Mars nerds will make me wait five minutes in their make-believe decompression chamber, remember? Oh, right. It's a short scene, man. Looks like Dalton's done with that podcast guy. Okay, everyone. Physicians. Uh, Astrid, wait, I am. I'm not really sure about those hydraulics connected to Herman's costume. Camera? Camera. I checked them earlier. They'll be fine. Sound? Sound. Fans? Fans. Pumps? Pumps. Okay. Turn on the Martian wind. Less Blood Red Mars, scene 15A, take one. And action. Okay. Commander Dawson struggles to reach the base entrance. Commander Dawson struggles to reach the base entrance, Buck. Good. Now, Commander Dawson tries to use the intercom. Bomber, let me in. Bomber? Commander Dawson bangs on the door. Bomber? Let me in. It's me, Dawson. Palmer. Okay. Now, beastly alien approaches, menacingly waving its pincers. Ah, oh, Christ. Beastly alien approaches, menacingly waving its pincers. Herman. Uh, we're replacing those sounds later, right, Astrid? For sure. Okay. Beastly Alien closes in on Commander Dawson. Bummer? Jenkins? Let me in! Bummer! Jenkins! Now, Beastly Alien lunges forward and pincers Commander Dawson's neck. Roar. Ah! And the blood!
Colonel, I don't think... Well, why are you on set? You're not in this scene. More blood! And the blood spurts! Oh, ew! Oh, Sultan. This will never come out. Ew! <laughs> this is a disaster. Ah, good. What? Good. What? Seriously? It is? No way, man. Uh, well, cut. Turn it off! Uh, maybe too much. Uh, we'll edit around it. Uh, good job, Herman. Take your mask off and cool down for a while. Everyone take 15 before we set up the next scene. Not you, Buck. I gotta pee! I knew that rig was sketchy. Now we have to clean my costume before my scene. Sorry about the rig, guys. I made two of those uniforms in your size, Morgan. I'll get the other one. It's not her fault, you know. She knows her stuff. That equipment is long past its expiration date. I know. Uh, Mr. Bonestell? Uh, Mrs. Chambers. What did you think? Well, I have to be honest, I'm feeling very conflicted right now. Oh? Walk with me a little. The desert is lovely this time of the afternoon. Okay. You didn't like the scene, Mrs. Chambers? The blood thing was an accident. Oh, call me Darlene. No, it's not that. This scientific way of approaching Mars is all wrong. Oh? Yes. Where's the romance? I prefer the Mars of Burroughs and Tolstoy. A Mars where solar flyers soar through the skies, where kangaroo men leap across the red sands, and beautiful Martian princesses sail the canals of Percival Lowell. Right. Like in some of your novels. Yes. The more men think they know about Mars, the more her true secrets will elude them, Mr. Bonestell. But you and your husband built this Mars-based simulation thing. Seems pretty hard SF to me. Oh, yes, that's Arvid's project. The students seem to love it, so I don't mind. Your husband's scientific work contributed so much to space exploration. These days, the operation of the society takes up all of our time. It really does look like a Martian landscape out here. You can appreciate it even more this far from the base. So vast and unearthly. The sand, those rocks, all of it adds up to great effect. I can see why the students come. I've loved Mars ever since I was a little kid. Oh, Dalton, there's something I'd like to show you. Something very few get to see. Whoa! Oh, goodness, what is it? I tripped over that. It looks like a helmet from one of the... Spacesuits the students wear. Huh. Where's the student with no helmet? <gasps> oh my, look. I guess that answers that. Is he? Looks that way. I'll call 911. Oh, there's no reception out here. There's a phone inside the base. Oh, how dreadful. His name was Ravi, such a nice young man. How could this happen? He took his helmet off. Just before collapsing. Maybe the heat. The poor boy. We should leave everything as it is and go call the police. Oh, yes. Please, let's go.
So, filming here is suspended until the police rule out foul play. Holy oh, crap! I know how you all feel. I hate it when someone gets murdered on my movie set. But why does it have to be murder? Yeah, I thought they said it was the heat. That guy didn't get heat stroke. How do you know that? Because I'd be dead too in that rubber monster suit. It's latex, man. Herman's right. It wasn't that hot out there. And you guys didn't see him. He had a look of panic on his face. I thought this was a dining room. Isn't there anything to eat? Fuck. I looked. It's all freeze-dried fruit and dehydrated beef, dude. Maybe he starved to death. If it was murder, he could have been killed somewhere else and the body put out there to be discovered. How is this our problem? Let's go back to Cali and film at the studio. There's always Vasquez rocks. That's the other thing I needed to tell you. We've all been ordered to stay local until everyone who was here today is questioned by police. Oh, what? Oh, man. Crap. This always happens. Blame the movie folk. By movie folk, you mean us, right? Nobody's blaming the movie folk. At least not yet. But you know how this goes. The police take forever while we lose time and money. We can find the answers a lot quicker. The sooner we get this done, the sooner we can finish shooting and get back home. I guess it's good that you were with Darling Chambers when you found the body. What did you tell the police? There wasn't much to tell. Well, tell us. You said he'd taken his helmet off? Yeah, it was like he took it off and then fell over dead. No way. My mind is so blown right now. Are you always high? No. I mean, sure. But think about what you're saying, dude. He's pretending to be on Mars in one of those lame cosplay spacesuits like the one you're wearing. So? Don't you get it? He was so convinced that he was really on Mars that when he took his helmet off, he really believed he would die, so he did. Yep, totally high. I'm with Buck. That's bonkers. Makes sense to me. It would. There could be two bodies in fake spacesuits. No more murders. Look, I don't know if these Mars nerds are crazy enough to think that they'll die without a spacesuit helmet out there. But I do know that dying from believing you're dying is very stupid, even when it happens in the movies. Well... What, you two? It's just that if he had some kind of heart condition, isn't that always the excuse in those movies? Yo, Morgan gets it. Hey, I'm not committing to anything here. Okay, but then why take the helmet off if he thought he would die? I guess we'll know more when they do the autopsy. Now for the good news. I took the opportunity to persuade the Chambers to put up a lot more money. They're going to pay for us to stay in a better hotel in town, for starters. We're still not going to finish on schedule. We won't make this year's festival. Not necessarily. I was also just now able to rent some studio space at a nearby TV station. Darlene Chambers wants her cameo. Cool. A TV station. We can do it live on three video cameras, 1970s British TV style. Damn, I love them shows. Tempting, but no. Sorry, you'll be bringing all your camera equipment, Astrid. We can rent anything else you need in town and hire a couple more texts from the local union. Have you forgotten something? Spencer. We need him to play Palmer, don't we? Spencer's already on his way here from L.A. Also, I rewrote a couple of scenes to add two female extras. So the Chambers are paying for Summer and Jesse to fly out here, too. We'll need their help with the investigation. I guess we shouldn't talk here anymore. Let's get out of this place. All right. Sounds good to me. We're going to have to wait in that fake decompression chamber again. Let's see them make me.
Whoa, Summer, look at this suite. Wow, it's huge. Thanks, Dalton. Jesse and I have wanted to get away from L.A. for a while, but we couldn't have afforded a room like this. Glad you like it, but I don't think you would have chosen Tucson for your romantic getaway. I wouldn't have brought all this gear either. I'll start setting it up over here. I'll check the room for bugs. Uh, I don't think that's necessary, Summer. Nobody's been in here since I reserved the room this morning. It's clean. She always checks. Just let her. I'm gonna need a Wi-Fi upgrade, Dalton. You got it. And when you're set up, see what you can find out about the Mars Alliance Society and their Mars research base that isn't known publicly. Roger. They're up to something for sure. Darlene Chambers is creepy, and God knows what Arvid Chambers has done with those billions in research grants over the decades. We did a whole episode about them. Our subscribers had tons of theories. You think everyone's up to something, Summer? And they usually are. I've met Darlene Chambers, and she seems nice enough. But given what's happened, we need to know as much as we can. We're on it. I'm gonna go meet Spencer at the airport. He likes that kind of thing. We'll let you know when Jesse's found something. Hold it right there, Bonestell. Jeez, Ned. <laughs> Always creeping around like that. You scared me. Again? Yeah, being careful not to be spotted by your paranoid parent there. Remember what happened last time. I appreciate it. What are you doing here? That's enough to make me paranoid. I'm not here officially. Nothing about what took place yesterday concerns the FBI. That's good. How did you know about it? I can't say. But I was able to stop over from L.A. on my way to Chicago for a new case. Well, let's get out of this hallway. I don't want you ending up in Summer and Jesse's newsletter. You headed somewhere? To the airport. Me too. Can I ride with you? Sure. After you, Agent Phillips. How long have we been friends, Dalton? Eight, nine years? I made Haiku Killer six years ago. So six, Ned. Six. Huh. I sure was off. Some of us are getting older at this point. Still, long enough for me to notice that trouble like this seems to follow you around. Uh, wait, are you saying... No, no. I know you're not responsible. Just saying watch yourself when it comes to dealing with people like the Chambers. Well, now you sound just like my two friends back there. Unless you know something? I can't say. Sorry. And nothing definite, anyway. But there's a lot of money unaccounted for, and a lot of passions among Darling Chambers fans. I noticed some of the students were pretty starstruck when she showed up yesterday. She's a best-selling author. Makes sense. It's not just her, and it's not just the Chambers. The kind of people you wind up getting funding from are on, let's say, the fringes of high society. I like to think of them as iconoclasts. What I'm saying is, just like the art world, the movie biz can attract some shady characters and organizations. Like those illegal arms dealers trying to launder money a few years back. Yeah, but The Hungry Sofa got more theater distribution than most of my movies. In Eastern Europe. Sure. With dubbing in a foreign language unrelated to the original dialogue. Well, it was a visual piece. Sorry, that's not the point. I'm just saying be on your guard with these wealthy and powerful iconoclasts. What's brought this on? Sorry if my line of work is too bohemian and disreputable for my policeman friend. But that's just it, Dalton. 
When I joined the FBI, I thought it was a place I could find integrity. It's in the motto. But lately I have my doubts. About everyone and everything. There's been a lot of big changes in the world the last few years, you know? Shake-ups. Inconsistencies. Revelations. There's not an institution on Earth right now that doesn't seem more and more to me like a grift. When it's not about money, it's about politics. And the politics is really just about money. Hey, that does sound like the movie business. Wanna come work with me? <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. Do you know how much I get paid? So it's about the money. I hate you, Dalton. You know, aside from getting that steady salary, I'm not sure if my life would be all that different if I had your job. I mean, just once, I'd like to make a film without someone getting murdered, or thinking they see ghosts or zombies or having gangsters shooting at each other. Well, you could just make rom-coms instead. What? No, no, I don't mean in the movies. I mean on my sets, at my locations. I mean in what passes for my real life. Oh, I got you now. You're right. It follows me around, I guess. And I end up having to do what you do just to continue. Well, you call me if you get in over your head. Otherwise, continue making those crazy movies. Deal. This is Spencer's airline. I can drive you around to departures if you want. Nah, this is good. Thanks. Good evening, Spencer. How was your flight? Ned! Fine, thanks. We must really have some trouble on our hands if you're here. Nah, just visiting. You all can handle whatever this is, probably. Oh, that's good to hear, I think. Good night, gentlemen. He surely can't have just casually dropped by. Everything all right? It's fine. I'll explain on the way to the hotel. Okay. Hope everyone got a good night's sleep. Welcome to our temporary studio here at KSLP-TV, Tucson. Reminds me of my time playing Count von Hauer on Shadowy Corners. It's certainly cleaner than our studios. Hey, man. I like our clutter. Helps me think. When Buck and Morgan are done playing with the weather report green screen, I'll update everyone. Look, everyone. I'm surfing. Woo! Buck, put your shirt back on and come over here. Oh, sorry, guys. Come on, Buck. Okay, first things first. Harvard Chambers talked to the police this morning. He was able to get them to tell him the preliminary autopsy results. Don't keep us in suspense, boss. Yeah, what was it, Dalton? The student, Ravi, apparently died of asphyxiation. Whoa. Wait, what's that again? Somebody strangled him. Not that kind, Herman. No injuries to the neck. So the poor fellow was drowned? Not drowned. It was the kind of asphyxiation you'd experience... In a vacuum. Whoa! Or on Mars. Yeah. This is so weird. Wait, does that mean Astrid's theory from yesterday was right? No, Buck, don't you see? If Astrid was right, he'd have died of a heart attack or some kind of shock from believing he was on Mars with no space helmet, which now, frankly, sounds perfectly reasonable. So then what? He just popped off to the real Mars long enough to suffocate in a fake spacesuit and then came back to Arizona in time to keel over? Whoa! 
See, that's not reasonable. Eyewitness accounts of teleportation go back to earliest recorded history. In the 1860s, a young girl named Lucy J was reported to vanish at will and return with flowers and other objects obtained from distant places. In Brazil, in the 1920s, a man named Carlo Mirabelli was seen to vanish into thin air on a train platform. Then he called his friends 15 minutes later from a town more than 50 miles away. Whoa. Someone has to reboot Astrid. Scientifically speaking, in classical physics, an Einstein-Rosenbridge, otherwise known as a wormhole in space, could account for teleportation. And in quantum physics, there are even more ways it can happen. Are we really going with this theory? You never like my theories. Pardon me for saying, but it doesn't really sound like a murder at that point, surely. Some freak phenomenon. You too, Spencer? Well, I'm only saying hypothetically. Uh, Morgan's right. When a death is this weird, it's best to first look for a motive for murder. So, why do people get murdered? Herman. Revenge. Morgan. Jealousy. Spencer. Creative differences. Summer. Corruption. Jesse. Cryptocurrency. Buck. Climate change. Astrid. Drugs. Okay, good. Let's keep all those in mind except for what Buck said. Ah, man. Summer and Jesse, give us what you have so far in the Chambers and the Mars Alliance Society. Well, as some of you know, Jesse and I have looked into the Chambers before. Many believe Arvid Chambers still works for the government in secret, helping to develop technologies deemed too sensitive to share with the public. The board of directors for their foundation includes eccentric billionaire inventor Nova Starwood. It takes in a lot more money than they seem to spend on their global philanthropy. The Chambers expect hackers from all over the world to try to get into their networks. It's next to impossible with all their expensive security. So instead, I've been accessing the systems of their suppliers and associates. If everyone could look at that monitor there. That a video game? It's a 3D computer model from the construction of the Mars Research Base. I now have most of the architectural designs and building plans. Most of them? Yeah, that's just it. Some of the construction plans are just as secure as the Chamber's financial records. See? What are they hiding there? Whatever it is, it looks like it's behind that very secure door. I don't get it. That just looks like a back door out of the place. Nope. That part of the map is underground. There's got to be something on the other side of that door. What, like a tunnel? To where? To Mars, dude. (laughs) How is it secured? From this document here, it looks like it's a thumbprint pad. Members only, indeed. Huh. Darlene Chambers said she wanted to show me something. Then we stumbled onto the body and I couldn't follow up. I guess I don't see what this has to do with the murder. Or whatever it was. It's just like in the movies. Where there are secrets, there are questions. Where there are questions, there are answers. Maybe those are the answers we're looking for. Maybe they're not. There are more secrets about Darlene Chambers than whatever's behind that door. I've been looking into it, and lots of people who stay at the Martian base are major groupies. Just to catch everyone up, Summer thinks Darling Chambers' hardcore fans are like some sort of cult. This a sex cult? No. Damn. I've skimmed through a couple of her books. Not the fantasy novels, the other ones. It's just sort of hackneyed New Age stuff, but mostly centered on Mars. There's some astrology, some theories about human beings originating on Mars... I've seen that same stuff on science TV. It's not that weird. Summer, she didn't seem interested in the base. She said it was Arvid's project. Reading her books are how some of the interns hear about it. Makes sense. How often does she even go there? Good question. Yeah, we should check that out. But how are we to investigate? You said they're not letting us film there. I've taken care of that. Morgan, 
Buck? Yeah? Yeah? You two are very interested in Mars. We are? Oh, God. What's going on? Ready to play a new role, Buck? I told Darlene Chambers that you two would like to visit the base to consider internships. Morgan, you're intellectually curious and think it could be a tool for method acting. Buck, you're into the survival aspect, given your time as a contestant on The Wilderness Sucks. Both of you talk to as many people as possible and find out what you can. Summer and Jesse, you two go back to the hotel and see what else you can dig up. What do the rest of us do? For now, you, Herman, and Astrid will stay here and help me make this movie. The Chambers will be coming to film Darlene's cameo, so, you know, try to look busy. Do visitors always have to park on the other side of those hills? I don't think I've ever walked as much on a location shoot. I guess it would spoil the Mars look if there was a parking lot. Not that just waltzing up is much better. Who are we meeting again? We're meeting Darling Chambers' personal assistant, Suzette, and a guy that runs the operations here. They said that he and two of their students will show us around. I think I see them standing by the entrance. Oh yeah, that must be them. Okay, remember... We need to learn more about the students and staff, but our main priority is to know what's behind that secure door. Right. Look, um, it would be best if you went with the students, and I'll stick with Mr. Manager Guy. Why? He runs the place, so he's got to know what's behind the door. So? You know I can get most guys to spill their secrets. Don't make me spell it out. You know I'm not good at spelling. Hello! Hi! It's our best shot. Now act interested. I can do that. You must be Morgan and Buck. I'm Suzette. Here's my card. And this is Preston. He runs the operations here at the Mars Research Base. Hello. I'm sorry I couldn't be here for the filming the other day. Especially given what happened. And you're Darlene Chambers' personal assistant, right? Metaphysical associate. Oh, yes, I see. It says that here on your card. Look! It's the fake moon buggy. Yes, to take me to the parking area. Jeez, you could have... Ow! <laughs> what Bug means to say is you could have told us you had somewhere to be this afternoon. I'm accompanying Mr. and Mrs. Chambers to the television studio in town. But Preston will be able to show you around. Enjoy your visit. See you later. Well, lead the way, Preston. Can we, uh... Skip the five-minute decompression thing this time. Safety first. You'll get used to it. You're already familiar with the base canteen, of course. Morgan, Buck, Mr. Chambers tells me these are two of his top student researchers. This is Randall. Hello. And this is Wendy. Hi. Randall and Wendy. This is Morgan Devane and this is... Brad Blackstone. Uh, my friends call me Buck. I know. You were in Badass Biker Bitches from the Badlands, and you were my favorite on The Wilderness Sucks Season 7. Surprised you recognize him with a shirt on. Well then, looks like I should hand you over to our students here, Buck. Preston, would you mind showing me around? Sure. We'll start with the hydroponic garden. It's everyone's favorite. Sounds good. Have fun, Buck. So, how long have you guys been staying here? We've both been here two weeks, but this is my seventh time. Wow. It's my fifth time. 
I also interned last year at the main Mars Alliance offices in L.A. Sorry, I've never seen any of your movies. That's all right. Sorry about what happened to your friend the other day. Oh, we weren't really friends with Ravi. Randall and I both go to the same grad school in Utah. Ravi was kind of stuck up and kept to himself a lot. But it's still sad, of course. Do the police know anything more about how he died? Uh, I really don't know anything about that. Just here to make a movie. But I'm really interested in Mars and thinking about signing up. I still can't believe Brad Blackstone is actually interested in Mars, too. Oh my god, can I please get a selfie with you? Yeah, sure. Thank you so much. I'm so nervous meeting you in person like this. So what is it you guys do here, besides collect the rocks outside? Come on, we'll show you. So you see, Mr. Vane, the grow lights have to be high enough above the plants because there's less gravity on Mars, and they grow taller. Those don't look very appetising. Oh, these plants would be grown to produce oxygen. Over here, we have our vegetables. Cabbage, carrots and kale. Yum. Sorry for saying this, but... It seems like this greenhouse is a little more impressive than most of what I've seen here at the base. Well, to tell you the truth, this part is my baby. You see, the students and researchers don't stay for more than a couple of weeks at a time, and this takes continuous care. I like a man who's capable and can work with his hands. Ah, um, thanks, Mr. Vane. That's, uh... Call me Morgan. So you don't actually live here at the base, do you, Preston? No, I live in town. Drive to work. You wouldn't want to stay here for more than a a week or so. Sometimes I work out of the local Mars Alliance Centre in the city. They give me a rather nice office suite. Mostly to make up for the relatively low pay. Non-profits. You know how it is. Oh, I might have guessed there were offices in town. Seems like there's a Mars Alliance Centre in lots of cities now that I think about it. Well, (laughs) the chambers have a lot going on. So I understand. What else can you show me? Um, well, yeah, right this way. There's an observation room on the other end of the base with a nice view of the desert. Where is everybody? There were a lot more students here the other day. We are in between internship schedules. Once the police had talked to everyone who was here... Most of them left. The new batch will come on Monday. I see. Oh, here are the fake spacesuits. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, the students helped me make them. Gotten a little more refined over the years. See, these are the older ones. Workman's overalls with duct tape, motorcycle helmet, and the life support pack is made of uh, cardboard and pool noodles. (laughs) Don't forget the aluminum foil. (laughs) (laughs) No, ma'am, never. And then a student last year who made things like this for comic book conventions and the like taught me some things. These newer ones here are what you used in your movie. See? You can buy costume space helmets online, aluminised mylar fabric. You can 3D print these parts. They're heavier and more realistic, for sure. Looks like one of them is missing. Is someone out there now? Um, no, That's for the one the student, Ravi, was wearing when he died. I guess it must be at the morgue or with the police. Don't think I want it back. Right. So 
sorry. No, it's... it's fine. I... I didn't know him very well or anything. He's, he's interned here a few times, but he kept to himself a lot. Lately, he'd become somewhat of a favourite of Mrs Chambers among the students, though. Oh? Well, she likes the ones best that are into her books, you know? Oh, okay, right, makes sense. Are you a fan of those books? Well, sure. I read the adventure stories growing up. What about the other ones with the... what do they call it? Oh, it's called Marsology. Right, that's it. Someone left some of those books at my apartment a few years back, so I read them. Pretty intense stuff, huh? I have to admit, some of it goes over my head. But I am open to new ways of looking at the world. Wow, a thinking man as well. Be still my beating heart. (laughs) Oh, wait, what's in here? Uh, That is off limits, Mr. Vane. (gasps) That just makes me more curious. Is that a thumbprint keypad? You must be able to get in since you run the place. There's a potential safety risk, and I could get in a lot of trouble. Ooh, I like trouble. It just seems like it might be one of the only places around here we could go that's quiet and private. Look, M- Mr. Vane. Morgan. I'm involved with someone, and I'm not the kind to... No, no, of course not. Sorry. <laughs> I, um, I don't usually come on so strong like this. Uh, I guess I don't meet a lot of men like you in Los Angeles. Not in my line of work, anyway. You understand. Oh, right. Sure. I guess I can see what you mean. I'm flattered, of course, but... No, it's fine. (laughs) No reason for cliches. Let's, uh, forget all about it. Sorry. We were going to an observation room? Uh, yeah. This way. This is our lab, Buck. The students and researchers do whatever experiments in here that we want. I wasn't really good at science in school. Why exactly are you checking out the base again? (gasps) Randall, don't be rude. It's not always scientists. We've had celebrities stay here before. Oh, I'm not really a celebrity. Am I? So modest. Before you were in Dalton Bonestall's movies, you were dreamy as the young professor in Campus Viscera 2. I was in, like, two scenes. Oh, yeah. I saw that movie. That was you. Well, they had me wear glasses. Anyway, people have all kinds of reasons for staying at the base. Whether it's for school credits, or the competition, or they just want to have an experience. Competition? The Mars Alliance Society runs an annual scholarship competition. The Mars Prize? It's a really big cash reward, so it's really popular with students. But I know I won't win. How do you know that? Because it's going to be Randall. Uh, well, maybe. He's just pretending to be modest because you were. My project, all these filters, tubes, and valves, is about life support systems. Because it's my favorite subject. But I know the judges find it boring. They're much more interested in Randall's designs for space propulsion. Man, I only went to business college. Whoever wins, I'm totally impressed you guys know all this stuff doesn't matter what the academic judges think anyway. The Chambers are the ones who pick the winner. Everyone knows it. Yeah. Hey, Buck, want to see the hydroponic garden? Sure. You guys go ahead. I'm going to stay here and work on my experiments while nobody else is using the lab. Nice meeting you. Uh, Randall. Sure. Come on, this way. Sorry about Randall. Why? He seems cool. 
Well, it is nice having someone I know here. We both grew up in foster care in Utah and got scholarships to go to college. Most of the other students here are from more privileged backgrounds, I guess. But the best thing about having Randall around is that neither of us are really into Marsology. Marsology? What's that? Oh, it's what some people call Darlene Chambers' ideas about Mars and life, I guess. Most of the repeat visitors these days are really into it. All trying to prove to Mrs. Chambers how much, you know? I guess people are always sucking up everywhere you go. Yes! Oh my god, I can't believe I'm having a conversation like this with Brad Blackstone. It's okay. <laughs> I like talking to you, Wendy. <laughs> Breathe. Hey, wait, is that one of those thumbprint locks? What's in there? Well, I'm not supposed to say. I was only allowed access last week. And I honestly think that was just because Randall got access and they must have figured I'd find out anyway. Find out what? Oh my god, I could get in so much trouble. I had to sign a super scary confidentiality agreement. And then there's no way I could win the competition. Thought you said Randall was the shoe in That's true. There's nobody around today, and you have no idea how much I do want to show you, Brad. I mean, Buck. Um. Oh, I can't pass this up. Okay, keep a lookout down the hallway. Coast is clear. Okay, quick. Right behind you. This an elevator? There aren't any buttons or anything. Nope. We just wait and... What's happening? You'll see. Prepare to be transported to another world, Buck. Come on! See? Isn't it magical? Where the hell are we? This is Mars. 